Hey guys, my name's Cam, and I'm one of the pastors at Arise Church in Christchurch, uh, where I get the great opportunity to serve under the leadership of our senior pastors, Pastors John and Gillian Cameron, and I'm so thankful for the input they've had into my lives. And it's my great privilege to share with you today uh, this word that I'm going to get to in a minute. But before I do that, I want to take a moment to honour your pastors, Pastors Andre and Hannah. You know, we really love your pastors, and we want you to know that we're praying for you guys at the moment. And we believe that your church is going to come through this season stronger than ever as you navigate this uh, awkward situation that we find ourselves all in. But look, today it's my great opportunity to talk to you about the Fruits of the Spirits, the series that you've been doing uh, at the moment. So before we start, why don't we read that passage of Scripture that we find in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, where Paul talks about the Fruits of the Spirit. So it says this, The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. And you know, all these fruit are characteristics that should be evident in our lives the closer we are to the Holy Spirit. They're fruits that you know should be evident to us and that others should be able to see on our lives as well. And like I said, the closer we are to the Holy Spirit, the more evident they will be in our lives. And so today I've got the great opportunity to talk to you about peace, which is honestly something we could all do with a little bit more of in our lives at the moment in this current situation. I know certainly I could do with a lot more peace in my life uh, right now. You know, at the moment I'm, I'm at home with my family, which is great, I love my family. But you know, I retired from teaching to become a pastor. Yeah, in this current season, I find myself stuck at home with my kids and I've had to put my teaching hat back on as I do some homeschool lessons with them. And honestly, if I can be honest with you, it's not bringing me a lot of peace in those moments. So the sooner we can get back to normal, uh, honestly, the better. So I can do with a little bit more peace. And I know you sitting there today would probably acknowledge that you can probably do with a little bit more peace in your life right now as well. And so I've given this message the title, He's in our boat. He's in our boat. You know, Jesus has given many titles and names in the Bible that we read about. And so some of those names that he's given is the Messiah, the Sacrificial Lamb, Wonderful Counselor, but he's also referred to as the Prince of Peace. So Jesus is the Prince of Peace. So today I want to read you an example that we find in the Bible about how Jesus can bring peace to any situation, no matter the circumstances. And so I want to read to you a scripture in the Bible about Jesus calming a storm. And so we find it in Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 to 27. So it's Matthew chapter 8, verses 23 to 27. So it's Jesus in a boat with the disciples. And it says this, They all got into a boat and it began to cross to the other side of the lake. And Jesus was exhausted, so he fell asleep. Suddenly, a violent storm developed with waves so high, the boat was about to be swamped. Yet Jesus continued to sleep soundly. The disciples woke him, saying, Save us, Lord, we're going to die. But Jesus reprimanded them, Why are you gripped with fear? Where is your faith? Then he stood up and rebuked the storm. He rebuked the storm. And he said, Be still. And instantly, it became perfectly calm. The disciples were astonished by this miracle and said to one another, Who is this man? Even the wind and waves obey his 
word. Isn't that incredible? And you know, storms are an example of something that stops us or causes a massive disruption in our lives. So right now in this world, we're facing the storm of COVID-19 or the coronavirus. And honestly, it's causing us all a huge disruption. You know, maybe you'd be at school during the week if you're a school student and all of a sudden you can't go. Maybe right now you'd be training for the winter season for football, rugby or netball or something like that. And right now you can't do it. It's causing a huge disruption. You know, maybe this, the biggest disruption for you or the storm for you is being stuck at home with your family for four weeks. Maybe that's a huge storm for you. But today I want to share with you and I want you to remember that in any situation or storm that Jesus is always going to be in our boat if we have a relationship with him. So Jesus is in our boat in any situation or any storm. You know, a long time ago when I was a young fellow, when I was 11 years old, my granddad decided it would be a great idea to take myself and my cousin, who was also 11, and my younger sister, who was eight at the time, on a boat trip to Quail Island. Now, if you don't know what Quail Island is, it's a little island in the middle of Littleton Harbour. And so my granddad said to my to my mum, I'm going to take Cam and his cousin and your little sister, and I'm going to take them on a boat ride to Quail Island. We'll spend the day over there. It'll be amazing. My mum thought, yep, that's a, that's a great idea. So my granddad took us on the bus to Littleton, and then when we got to Littleton, we got, went down to the wharf where the boat was. And my granddad said to me and my cousin and my sister, hey, jump on the boat. I'll get the tickets. I'll be down there in a minute. We said, great. We jumped on the boat. Well, the boat engine started. We looked around. We couldn't see my granddad. They started taking the ropes off the wharf. We looked around. We, we still couldn't see my granddad. The boat started leaving the wharf, heading out towards the island. We looked around. We still couldn't see my granddad. We went out to the back of the boat, and there standing on the wharf, waving with a big smile at us as the boat left, was my granddad. We went to the, one of the workers on the boat, and we said, um, my granddad's supposed to be on the boat. And they said, no, 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 he only bought three tickets for the three of you. Good one, granddad. And so there we were, off on a boat ride by ourselves to Quail Island, where we spent the day on the island, and then got picked up about six or seven hours later, and brought back to the wharf. When we got back to the wharf, my granddad was nowhere to be seen. We thought, where, where are we going to find our granddad in Littleton? Now, you've got to remember, I'm pretty old. So back in those days, there was no such thing as cell phones or anything like that to get a hold of him. So we just had to go on a walk around Littleton trying to find him. And then we spotted him through a window at the local Littleton pub with some of his mates hanging out. Needless to say, when we got back to Christchurch, back to my parents' house, they were pretty furious at my granddad for sending us off on a boat on our own out to Littleton Harbour. But what I want you to remember is unlike my granddad, Jesus won't leave us on our own and head to the local pub. Jesus is always going to be in our boat and we're always going to have access to him and his peace when we have that relationship with him and the Holy Spirit. He's always going to be accessible to us. So in that Bible passage, we read about a great storm that developed. They were out on the lake in this boat and a storm developed all of a sudden so quickly. Jesus was asleep, remember. So the first thing that the, the disciples did was they started to panic and they were afraid. Now, what I want you to, to acknowledge and remember that panic is natural in a situation like that. It's pretty normal to panic. Honestly, when that boat started leaving the harbour and heading up to Quail Island, the first thing I did was panic. Where's my granddad? He's supposed to be on the boat with us. I panicked. And so panic's a natural reaction. And right now, honestly, you might be feeling panicked or afraid or worried by the situation in the world at the moment. You know, we're stuck at home and there's this fear that's out there at the moment. So you might be panicked. 
And honestly, if you turn on the six o'clock news or you scroll through your phone on Instagram or Facebook, if you read some of those headlines, you're going to feel panicked and afraid. And when the Jesus, when, when, sorry, when the disciples wait Jesus, they ask, Jesus asks them, why are you afraid? It's kind of a strange question, question to ask, isn't it? They're out on this boat. It's probably a less than ideal boat, remember? And there's this huge storm. They're afraid. They wake, Je they wake Jesus. And he says to them, why are you afraid? And they're probably thinking, well, Jesus, have you not looked around at what's going on? It's pretty normal to be afraid. There's a huge storm and we're in a less than ideal boat. But what Jesus was actually saying to them with that question is there's no need for you to be afraid in this situation because I am in the boat. Jesus is in their boat. He even goes as far as saying to them, why are you afraid? Where is your faith? Imagine Jesus saying that to you. Where is your faith? He's telling them that they themselves have enough faith to calm that storm if only they believed. If only they had peace in their hearts and enough faith, they could have calmed that storm. That's what Jesus is saying to them. We find in the book of Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 7, it says this, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Isn't that cool? The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds. So that's cool. We can claim that promise that the peace of, peace of God is going to guard our hearts. However, what we have to do is we've got to be very careful with what we're putting into our hearts and our minds as well. And so like I already said before, right now, you could spend time scrolling through Instagram or Facebook and filling your mind with fear. Now, I'm not saying it's wrong to watch the news because it's really important to be up to date with what's going on in the world. That's important. But we've also got to balance it out with the things of God as well. And so that means that we need to be doing things like reading our Bible. We need to be listening to worship music and we need to be praying. Because when we do those things, when we read our Bible, when we listen, listen to worship music and praise God, and when we pray, when we do those things, what we're doing is we're putting Jesus in our boat. We're putting Jesus in our boat when we do those things. And when he, when he is in our boat, we can have true peace with the Prince of Peace. So like I said, it's okay to watch the news. It's okay to look at what's going on in the world and Instagram and things like that. There's nothing wrong with that. But we've got to balance it out with the things of God. Because like I said, when we do that, when we balance it out, we're putting Jesus in our boat. And that's how we develop that peace inside of us. Because it's natural to be afraid with what's going on. You know, things will happen and it, it panics us and it, it gets us afraid. But we've got to remember that Jesus is in our boat. So the closer relationship we have with him and the Holy Spirit, the closer relationship we're going to have with that true peace inside of us. John chapter 16 verse 33 says this, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. You know, what that verse reminds me of is that this season will pass. You know, we'll be able to go outside from our houses again. We'll be able to go to the mall and the movies and to school and to our sports practices. But it doesn't mean that that's going to be the only storm we ever face in our lives. We're going to have challenges that come against us uh, individually in our own lives or maybe with our family. Or we might have another challenge like this that throws our world into a little bit of a, little bit of a spin. But we can take heart that despite what happens in our own lives, that Jesus is always going to be with us and we can have access to that peace. 
So no matter what's going on, I want you to remember that we have that peace inside of us. We can tap into that peace of Jesus. And remember how we do that is we read our Bible. We listen to worship music and praise him. And we pray to him. That's how we bring peace upon our lives. So if ever you're watching the news, if you're seeing things and you're starting to feel yourself get a little bit, you know, panicked or nervous or, or uptight, just, oh, I just want to encourage you, put on some worship music, read your Bible, pray to him, and you'll find that peace comes across your life when you remember the goodness of our God and what he's done for us, that peace can be on your life. You know, Jesus has overcome the world. It talks about it in that, in that verse. It says, take heart, I have overcome the world. That's Jesus talking. So with that knowledge, we can have peace. Like I said, storms are going to come against us. But as Christians, if we have a relationship with Jesus and the Holy Spirit is alive within us, then we're always going to have access uh, to that peace. So I just want to leave you with this question as we, as we end today. Is Jesus the Prince of Peace in your boat? Are you doing something every day to make sure you're putting him in your boat? You know, are you reading your Bible? Are you doing a devotional series? Are you listening to worship music? Are you praying to him? Are you doing something every single day to put Jesus in your boat and make sure that he's not just the Prince of Peace that we read about in the Bible, but he's alive in you. He's the Prince of Peace in your heart, bringing you true inner peace. And the other thing I want to leave you with is a song. I'm not going to sing it to you today because that wouldn't bring you peace. But I want to remind you about a song. Maybe you've heard it, maybe you haven't. But the song is called Peace Be Still, and it's by The Belonging Co. And I want to encourage you that if you haven't heard that song, then why don't after this message you go and listen to it? It's called Peace Be Still by The Belonging Co. It's a great song, and it talks about no matter what situations we face in our life, that we can have peace in those moments. And there's a particular line in the chorus where it says, Peace be still, say the word, and I will. Isn't that a great encouragement? Peace be still, say the word, and I will. So I want to encourage you, go and listen to that song if you haven't already. It's a, it's a great blessing. We play it in our house at the moment. And it's, a, it's just a great reminder to myself as I'm going about my day, as I'm doing my work. And I hear those lyrics, you know, in our lounge room. Peace be still, say the word, and I will. It just gives me a little checkpoint to remind myself, hey, Jesus' peace is with me. The Holy Spirit is with me. And because of that, I have peace in my life. Hey, why don't I pray for us today as we wrap it up? God, we thank you that you are the Prince of Peace. That no matter what situations we come against in our lives, that we can have true inner peace with you. And Lord God, I want to pray for every person that's hearing this message today. Lord, that no matter what circumstances they find themselves in, Lord, that right now you would just bring them true peace with you. Lord, that they would know that you are, you are a God that is for them. That you have great plans for them. Lord, that this situation is not a surprise to you, God. And so, Lord, we declare that we'll come through this situation stronger than before, God, with your peace inside of us. So, God, I pray peace upon every person, upon every household. Lord, that you just remind us that your peace is within us. And as we go about our day doing our work or doing our study, Lord, that you just remind us that you are there always in every situation. We thank you, God, for who you are. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, it was so good to, to share with you today. Be blessed and have a great day.